1: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio.
2: And on tunein.com, Hing.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact
3: Talk Radio.
4: Welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman, where you'll learn to awaken your divine intuition and open your human heart. Sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and learn. Here's Sarah. Sarah. everybody. Welcome to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. Really happy to have you guys here uh, today. Today we're talking about this idea of are you too busy? Are are you too busy? And, you know, I like to sort of tailor uh, the topic of the day to um, the the season if I'm able to do that and for me personally a person who's raised a bunch of kids and and so forth and so on and um, has really every year every every May it got so busy that it was almost undoable uh, with having a couple kids in the house and so forth and um, I don't think that this is just something that happens with people with kids I think that when We emerge out of winter and we emerge to this place where we're seeing the, um, the start of, you know, what we used to experience as the old school vacation. Uh, we sort of naturally, just like, you know, when we get ready for the holidays, we sort of start to feel, um, we sort of start to feel the holiday pull by October. And when we get into May, we start to feel summer coming and we start to load up all our activities all at once so that we'll have some of this time off in the summer. So May tends to be jam-packed. If you have kids, uh, of any age, you're doing things like graduation. You're doing things like all those concerts and all those, uh, different events that, you know, they do in the winter and then they do again in the spring. And everything seems to get scheduled all at once in those various Fridays and weekends around that time. So, Are you too busy? And um, I'd like to say that I'm personally not too busy, but the people in my family are incredibly busy, and of course I'm helping them do their kind of stuff. So we're going to be talking about that today and how to get some relief and how to just like start to say no to this crazy scheduling that we do and and why Uh, being busy is really a distraction from all of your inner work and all of your soul growth so often. So often we use busyness as a way to um, not feel pain or not look at what's going on or not, uh, not do any of that. So we're going to talk about that today. We are having free readings Thursday, and I want to give you a new number to call in today only, and I've put it on the website, and and it's correct up there, and I just sent around a corrected email so you guys will know what number to call, it's 888-455-0108. And again, you'll find it on the website, 888-455-0108. And as we're upgrading our radio system to create some, um, Good news stuff for you guys. We have a temporary phone number, so this will mean that when you call in, you're probably just going to get put on hold. This is perfect. That means you're in the queue, and we're going to get to you, but you won't hear the producer voice um, immediately. So call in, uh, tons of room for people to be on hold, and then uh, we'll get to you uh, when your turn comes up, 888-455-0108. And I can see we've got a caller waiting now and I'll get to you in just a moment. I want to go ahead and close our eyes as we gather in together. It's been, um, I would say it's been a bit of a, bit of a hard week for a lot of us. Bit of a hard week. The Sagittarius moon coming up on the 21st. Ah, uh, it's very much a, a battle zone right now in the planets. A lot of stuff coming up, a lot of conflict, a lot of confusion. It's like Mercury retrograde with Mars losing its temper. <laughs> it's sort of, sort of where we're at. So if you've been feeling edgy and cranky and so forth and so on, uh, you know, just a little bit up, chalk it up to the planets. Let's just go ahead and close our eyes. We're going to take that deep breath in through the nose. And out through the mouth. And in through the nose. And out through the mouth. I want to go back and do this thing we used to do a while back. We're going to, everybody turn your vibrational level, your aura to blue. Go ahead and turn your whole body to blue and your whole aura and just feel that vibration. Feel that vibration of blue. And of course, this is a chakra vibration, upper chakras, etheric realm, blue and above. Let's just lift ourselves there and just kind of feel the relaxation that comes with kind of heading into blue, attaching to the vibrational level of blue. And for those of you who know how to call in your guides and those of the angelic realm, Let's do that now. Let's call in these beautiful ascended masters who are here to help us. And you're going to feel their presence just crowding in the room with you. A lot of times they stand behind you. And some of you might begin to feel like a change in the temperature of the air, like on your skin when this happens. And just kind of sense them there. And so even now, some of the troubles or difficulties you may have been having this week, you just find that they're kind of, kind of dissolving when you go into this place of lifting your own vibration and calling in the guides to lift you up further, hold you there. And now a lot of you have a question in your mind for today, something you've been working on. I just want you to focus on that question for a little bit. And you're going to receive a one-word answer in your mind that the guides are going to put there that relates to that question. And I'd like you to just receive that now. Some of you may also receive some visions about that situation or question that you're looking into, seeing how things are going to unfold, or seeing what the root of the question is. And with that, we are going to enter into our discussion today just leave the guides with you leave yourself tuned to blue and we will begin now ah that felt better i felt like we needed to raise up our vibration in order to connect in well today we're going to go to the phones looks like um uh first i want to give you this corrected new number for today and i'm always going to put the number on the website and I'm always going to send an email around with uh the 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 number in it uh, right before the show, so you'll be able to uh get that. But for today it's eight 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 four five five zero one zero eight and I welcome you to call in now and looks like now we have Sally calling from New York area. Sally, welcome. Hi. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm managing Good. the plan- the planetary swirl. <laughs> it's sort of sort of where it feels like yeah. What which part of New York do you do you live in? Are you in this- Rochester? Okay. Yeah. Rochester. Nice Pretty part. <laughs> yeah. Well, um what's going on in your life or what can I help you out with?
2: Interested in what you see with health around me?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, are you having a health issue? A health issue currently, or are you more just concerned that you might have one?
2: Um, I am dealing with a condition right now. Um, all through my life, I've had different things, and I just want to know what my nothing real serious, but want to know what my future holds if
4: mm-hmm. some of this is going to resolve soon. Well, it's really interesting because um so it feels like your your uh health issues are real, but what they're saying is the the bigger issue is more like the um I'm not exactly sure it's like anxiety be it, anxiety exactly when it's it's sort of like a continual low grade Worry every single day. And they're saying that this is what's actually causing more, um, problem for you in terms of the whole picture is this sort of continual, like, Oh no, Oh no, I still have this. Um, and this is like super common. It's what it is is, you know, it's like we think we're going to die and that's not what that's not the situation. It, it seems like you're going to be able to, to manage this. Okay. It's almost like, how do you, how do you get rid of the worry and start to trust yeah. that, you know, even though I've got this thing, I'm going to manage it and I'm going to have my life and it's going to be okay. Um, what do you do, uh, for your spirit side to, to manage this right now?
2: Um, I'm beginning to get back into my spirituality. I have, um, I've had just so much stress in my life the last, Two, two or three years I've been dealing with divorce, um, Mm -hmm. coming to a head and, you know, I, it just seems to be dragging on and on and I'm ready for that part to be done with so I can move that part on. Um, and the health issue is an eye issue that keeps just flaring up over and over again. I had a detached retina and it, I've gone in for the fifth surgery around that, and then there's the worry of the other eye. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You know, it's just those are the constants that I have right now. And you know, my deepest feeling is that I'm going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. Um, I, I am stronger than I think I am sometimes, um, and I know it's all going to work out. But I just don't believe it totally.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, and so I don't see you um, like going blind or anything like that. I I see that almost like the more you can relax, and maybe I mean I'm not a physician or a surgeon or any of that, but uh, putting off any further treatment if that's if that's something that you can do, and just kind of sitting with things for a while, uh, you know, I, I don't know about the eye very much. Maybe that's something that has to be acted on as an emergency, but um, no, it is.
2: To just heal and okay. um, that takes time and that's what they've told me is they mm-hmm. need to leave the the detached retina that they need to leave the gel in for another six months and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Um, if in six months time that I don't have to go through this again what yeah, I, have no yeah. control. I yeah. worry about well, it but.
4: and so and then and the so what the the universe usually does when we're being asked to jump up to a new level of understanding is they do sort of throw everything at us. What's that? The whole hand basket or I can't remember the phrase, but um, you know, they throw the divorce at you, they throw the the health issue at the and it's all about it's interesting that it's the eye, because the eye is about being able to see clearly. And it's not just seeing right. on your eye on your eye chart. It's like, hey, let's just look at how you're moving through this life and see clearly um, what I'm seeing is that's that. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. i getting. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> what I'm
2: getting is. It's, it's funny that you should say that because if I feel like the universe is saying it's not about seeing through your eye. It's about seeing into your
1: soul. Yes. And
2: you need uh-huh. to step back and listen to that. And, yes. You know, the and, little girl and you go, no, I don't want to. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
4: right because it makes now. you it makes you you know when we look at ourselves oh my gosh at least when i look at myself i'm like oh there's another piece of junk that i'm creating and i'm causing that it's 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 my it's not other people to blame it's me to blame and and uh yeah. it's you know that's yeah. no fun to to be uh looked at look at ourselves that way um i think that moving through the divorce and doing a lot of Inner work on releasing all the anger and just all the way that it has the settlement has to be, or letting that part of your life go. Just, just that was a part of your life. It's over. You're moving forward, and really doing some work of not uh, this dragging out. That's, that's very unhealthy. And, and you need to just like, okay, I realize it's done. It's just done, and and the pain is done and the anger's done and the whole thing it's just that's not where you are anymore and doing some work on that would be really useful and then of course like the spiritual there's no at least i haven't found any other solution for the human angst except for uh connecting in with with the universe connecting in in meditation and Creating your life as a, a spiritual practice. I, I haven't found anything else. Maybe other maybe <laughs> there's something, but it's the spiritual. That's the only place there's healing. Really. No, know that. I just need yeah. here once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um head over to I think um head to the website on the courses page. There's a course called Heal Your Love and Relationship Karma. And I think that would be mm-hmm. good for you to um let go of this, all this divorce, uh, you know, the ex, the divorce, just like work through that and let it go. That'd be great. That'd be all a great right. step forward. Okay. Well, Sally, good luck to you. I thank, thanks for calling. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Well, your sure. Time. Thank you. All righty. We are going to take a quick break. I do invite you to call in live for free readings Thursday, 888 455-0108 and, uh, there's plenty of room right now and look forward to uh, being back with you in just a moment. Everybody, Welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman. We are navigating this funny, strange, interesting time uh, here together on this planet. Uh, we're taking live calls, 888 455 is our number for today. We'll go to the phones in just a moment. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this idea of are you too busy and notice that there seems to be sort of two camps for this. One, for those of you who are on the more introverted level, you tend to head out and get busy, um, and this results in, like, absolute exhaustion, uh, this kind of adrenal fatigue, this sort of needing to regroup inside, go to bed, take a rest. It's just... Um, Absolutely, you know you're too busy when you feel like you're absolutely exhausted by everything. Um, this is more for the, the the introverts and especially those of you who are empaths where when you head out into the outer world, you take in everything and it's just too darn much. Then there's a second camp, and some of you listening fall into this group where uh, you're the extroverts. So for the most time, when things are going well, you enjoy getting out and about. You uh, love the energy of others. But for you, there tends to sometimes come when you're not doing your inner work or when you're not looking at the things um, you need to look at. Or when you're not wanting to face your feelings, you tend to get out there and do, 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 do as a method of distraction. And I call this like the you're running, you're running. You're running away from your feelings, um, by keeping busy. So just take a moment. We're going to talk a little bit more about this in a moment. Which camp you fall in the introvert empath slash empath who becomes exhausted by everything or the extrovert who starts running and kind of can't, can't stop running, uh, as a distraction. Very interesting ways of being too busy. We are going to go to the phones now. And it looks like we have Tara calling from Seattle. Tara, welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for calling. Uh, what is going on for you and what can I help you with today?
3: So I am with sort of a, a career
4: change and working
3: on starting my own spiritual business and just struggling with the whole thing of just... Being exhausted, being empathic, at the same mm-hmm. time having that um, a, an aspect of myself that is extroverted, and I don't know where to start. I'm, I'm sort of frozen and stuck in place.
4: Um, how long have you had the vision for your spiritual practice uh, business? How long has that been something you've wanted to create? Like. Not like when you first thought of it, but like when you sort of, okay, this is what I want to do.
3: Probably for the last four or five years. i um, mm-hmm. been trying to, I transitioned out, I ended up, uh, due to sickness and, um, having to leave the position that I was in. Um, mm-hmm. and, but at the same time, knowing that that was going to happen and, um, working towards doing the spiritual aspect of my life as a as a living mm-hmm. while I was letting go of the old job.
4: Yeah. So and so are you working now?
3: Um, working on working,
4: I guess. Is okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um and are you are you trying to be a reader or a healer or what what's the avenue that you're mm-hmm. focusing on?
3: So I, I do do some, uh, healing, but I also do, uh, hand analysis. So there's, there's a couple of
4: aspects to it. Oh, well that's interesting. That's new. Yeah, well I haven't, um, I haven't met too many people who do that work. That's pretty, pretty interesting, um, stuff. And Seattle's a great place to, um, do this kind of i mean it's like a nice liberal big city <laughs> so you're in the right place for that well uh, it, it it feels um it actually feels really okay and um what i've noticed is that when things are kind of um i'm not saying they're they don't seem blocked for you but when they seem like they're not like we're kind of trying to Force the rock up the hill. I sometimes find that in my life, that has meant that I'm not quite exactly working with the right idea. And so what I'm almost feeling like is, um, there might be some finessing of your vision that needs, like, like it's almost like, and I, this isn't the right example. So, Actually, I'm going to pick a different example so that this doesn't go in your head. But so say somebody really wanted to be a massage therapist, just as an example, and they really, really, really wanted to do sports massage. They were just like sure of it. But the universe was like, oh, we don't want you to do sports massage. We want you to do cranial sacral, just for example. And so if they're pushing, pushing, pushing on sports massage, and the universe is kind of like, Meh, that's not really what we want you to do. It's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. Whereas if they open up to the vision again, you know, like, like they let go of what they think is supposed to happen, then the cranial sacral could be easily, easily formed almost instantaneously. And it's something for you about maybe spending The weekend, this weekend isn't the best weekend to do it because of that Sagittarius moon, but, um, kind of opening to the vision and, and allowing some new ideas to be given to you by the divine. Um, the hand stuff is really sounds strong. I think that is something that, that is pretty unusual, but there's some aspect of your plan, um, like it needs to be finessed, and I think once that happens, it'll just it's almost like you you're just slightly off course in the vision. And once that gets corrected, it'll be really pretty simple. Um The other thing is how do you deal with your energy management with this giant empath ability that you've got? What what's your how do you how do you manage that? What are some of the habits that you have to help with that?
3: I do
5: some
3: meditation, but I'm inconsistent. I have a couple of sister circles that I join in a couple of times a week. Um, and <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of spastic. I hole myself up in my house, and then I get enough of that. And then I go out into the world and go, oh, my goodness, that's too much. And then I go mm-hmm. back and hold myself up back in my house. So. Um, and um I am having a hard time managing
4: that, yeah when you um what how um when was the most recent time that you've kind of again almost like took a taken a look at your home uh, environment if it, it feels like even some things there need to get changed um, for example, and this is these are just like really small things, but uh we have some pretty uh big Crystals, um, and I just moved a couple weeks ago a pretty big crystal into my office, and it's like the whole office is now like supercharged. It's really been useful, and it feels like even just taking another look and and like feng shuiing your place out is gonna make. I don't know. It just feels like um, the holding up is fine, but. The environment needs some more shifting around somehow. Okay. S- somehow, I don't see—I don't see any problem going out, heading in, going out, heading in. That feels pretty normal. I think most of the folks listening who are introverted and empathic are like, "Ah, oh, I just have to get home and like take a nap," <laughs> and that's fine. As <laughs> it's this empathic, like sometimes there's no way to clear all these feelings, especially since the world has been getting so much more connected. It's like everything's coming in and, um, there's no longer this idea of like, I can put up my bubble of light and protect myself. It's like, we're all connecting so much. Um, uh, it's a much stronger feeling than it used to be. Um, so I think, uh, Sleeping, you know, taking a short nap or meditating or getting in nature or getting in a bath, like having all these like rituals at hand um, to help clear and just continuing to do them as much as you need, just understanding your empathic nature. I don't feel I feel like this is all in process. I think you're working towards your goal just fine. And it's really just some fine tuning, almost like you're not quite in the groove on your vision, but once that happens, it's, there's, it's really fine. You're, you're moving toward it and this is going to be reality. So I don't have too much concern. It's just almost like what you learn during the process of working toward it is as important as, you know, the goal itself. It's like, you're learning a lot right now. So anyway, yeah, well, Sally, thank you so much for, yeah, thank you for calling or Tara. I'm sorry. Thank you so much for calling and, uh, Look forward to hearing about your um, hand reading business. Uh, that's very interesting. Seattle would welcome you there. So, anyway, thanks for calling. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah. So I wanted to. I want to thank Tara for bringing up this idea of like you head out, all you introvert slash empaths out there. You head out. Um, you come back home and you sort of recover. And you head out, and I think this is kind of, especially if you live in more of an urban area, this becomes, um, this becomes, oh, wait oh, we can hear that, so um, I can, okay, anyway, I think that's fixed. Anyway, we um, get used to this, we're out fully exposed, and because of the way that energy has shifted, um we are taking in more of other people than we used to say 10 years ago we it's the connection between us all is more we're more aware of it we're more aware that separation is a myth we're more aware of our oneness and um this can be overwhelming especially for those of us who are super sensitive to it so I suggest for this busyness aspect, if you're introvert empath feeling super um, exhausted, that you set up these rituals. It doesn't have to be a lot, but obviously meditation as a practice is going to really clear you. Those of you who were at the beginning of the show, just that little meditation took us into a completely uh, peaceful, uh, luminous state some of you like to get into water. Water is incredibly healing. Some of you add salt. It's good. Baths, salt, baths. Nature is uh has the ability to almost as if by osmosis take this little uh these little bits of energy of over busyness and over overwhelm from energy away. And then sleep. Sometimes we just need to sort of knock ourselves out for 20 minutes and take a little power nap, and it makes all the difference. Or if you're unable to do that, getting enough sleep, going to bed earlier, and not, um, not, you know, sort of like if you're intuitive empath style, more self-care, more self-care. And then if you're extrovert style, then you're going to want to really look at, of all these things on my calendar, all these things, what is really serving me and what am I just doing because I'm afraid to stop. I'm afraid to stop and look within. I'm afraid to stop running and look within. Um. And there is quite a bit of discomfort for you extroverts out there when you stop being busy. So extroverts go out and they sort of merge into the energy of the world. That's where they uh, they enjoy this merging in and kind of going with the flow. So sometimes we get so merged with everything that we... Um, Forget who we are and forget that we have a particular purpose here and forget that we have our own particular, um, soul purpose here. So if you feel, find yourself running, oh, I got it. And even if sometimes I get folks are like, well, I'm doing all this spiritual stuff. You know, I've got this spiritual meeting and that spiritual meeting and then I'm going to this workshop and then I'm doing this course. And it's like, whoa, whoa, even if it's that, um, too much, too much. Hearken back to the way we used to live uh, before technology, before transportation, the slowness of how that lifestyle was and begin to drop stuff out of your schedule and sit with this more, this, you know, less busy way of being and see how you feel and see what feelings come up and see what you haven't been facing again this is more for the person who's running busyness it's not a good thing I it's really tough when you know uh, you contact somebody and they're like how have you been like oh I'm so busy like it's the status thing it's it's not status it's like the worst thing <laughs> really the the better thing would be like oh, how are you how are you doing and it's like oh I'm I'm so relaxed, I'm so in nowness, I've really, I really got a balanced approach. That's that's the kind of place we want to get to. So I can see we've got a caller. Um, we're going to go to the phones. Looks like we've got Kelly from Oklahoma City. Welcome, Kelly. Oh,
1: thank you. Well, thank you, Sarah.
4: Thank you. I'm
1: curious if there are any type of tools um, that you can recommend to discover um, energetic patterns in your life. Or do you only get these from, like, a reading?
4: Oh, well, um, energetic patterns. So there's a couple different ways that I would use this term. So tell me what you mean by that term. Like, what kinds of things, what do you mean by energetic pattern, the way you're using it?
1: Like, um, like maybe when you're, like, growing, like, what type of energy are you, like, experiencing or, or growing into? Um I mean, I, I did a lot of courses in the past, but I just want to make sure that I guess I'm like learning my, the lessons my soul is here to learn on earth. And, um, so just to try to move my energy to, to move up and discover kind of like, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm at a lull and like not knowing, you know, like, like how to move
2: myself up.
4: Yeah. So, um, so here's one way I look at it, and I, I really feel just looking at you, I think you're doing really well. I wouldn't feel pressurized to be um, forcefully moving forward in your soul growth. It feels like you're making very steady progress and you're very willing to do your inner work. So I I would just kind of let that go, like I'm not advanced enough or (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not far enough along. Just, just let that go. But so there's two methods I like to use. So the first is, and these are, you know, there's a lot of teachers out there. I tend to be this, I tend to use really, really simple things. And so the first one is I use, I like the idea of the chakras. And so, The chakras relate to different aspects of ourself. Um, and I think it's really useful to just connect into your body and see which chakras are, um, kind of active and which are shut down and then correlate these two. Um, like say, say you connected into your body and you found the area around your, um, solar plexus was not very active. So solar plexus okay. is third chakra. It's the color yellow and that's all about, um, personal power, like standing up for yourself, um, being independent in the world, um, going after your own interests in life, personal power. So anyway, you can just in, in meditation, like, kind of like get some background on the chakras if you don't already know, and then kind of check in, like, how's my root chakra? Okay, that seems good. And how's uh, my second chakra? Okay, that's good. Oh, my third chakra is horrible. (laughs) It's completely stuck. (laughs) And then be like, okay, well, what aspects of personal power, you know, and just kind of go through the lineup. And I find that day-to-day, different chakras might be open or closed. And the idea is like to have everything open and spinning freely so that's one idea it's more of a physical energy thing and then in terms of our emotional energy um there is a kind of a controversial book um called transcending the levels of consciousness by david hawkins um and some people some, it's david david hawkins and it's a little okay. controversial um Once you look at it, you'll see why, but so that gives this idea of the levels of consciousness, like where you are. So I think that's kind of useful. Um, however, I think the system that I've used is there's four, four openings of the heart. There's pain, compassion, connection, and love. And this is the, the progression. Um, it's the progression of the human spirit from pain into love, and that's a much easier, simpler, more accessible way. And you can get that in my book. I've got a book called Opening to Love on my website, and that just takes you through those four progressions. Most humans are in, like, called heart of pain. They're just stuck there. Um, A lot of us can get to this place of compassion for ourselves and for others. Um, That would be the second stage. Then, uh, some of us can get to this idea of connection and oneness. And then like the goal is to get to like bliss and love and high vibration. Um, I find that <laughs> I don't find many people, I, I don't know. It's, that's a, that's a heart. That's like an aspirational goal to get there. You know, that's like for the saints and the like holy that. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, you might look at that. So that's called opening to love. It's on my website. But, Kelly, I think, I don't know, you just feel really solid to me. So I would just sort of trust that you are well on your path and um, you have the normal amount of stuff from the past. Um, a lot of people have some pretty rough stuff from the past, and that's pretty normal. And it feels like you're working through your own challenges in a really, really good and generous and open way. So it feels good to me. Anyway, thank you for calling. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. yeah. Thank, thank thanks you for calling. So yeah, we're gonna take a super, super quick break and we'll be back with more Ask Sarah in just a moment. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ask Sarah with Sarah Weisman. So this idea of busyness, right? This idea of busyness. Um busyness is not great. It's not it's not better to be busy. This myth of our society this group thought that being super busy means that um you know you're you're super important or you're super special or you're super popular or you're super um um ach- achieving. Uh busy is not better. And there's a lot of pressure especially if you you have friends that like to go out and do something like come do this with come do this with us and um again, busy is not better. Take a really big look at where you're putting your energy and if that's where you want to go. If that's where you want to go, I want to read a little bit from the book uh, Opening into Love that I was just mentioning to Kelly um, nothing matters. everything matters. Somewhere between the two is a great place to live your life. All this busyness doesn't matter all these like things that you you want to do it's all about experiences um it's all about experiences when it gets down to it all the philosophy in the world and i'm going to add all the busyness in the world means nothing what's important is your own experience so uh you know busyness as distraction from pain stop that you know <laughs> let it go face the pain see what happens there move move forward don't just distract Busyness as something that makes you so exhausted that you have to go home and hole up for a few days. Stop that. Uh, live your life at a pace that is more suited to your particular um, energy level. And, and what I would almost say is more suited to your particular empathic level. If you're so empathic and you take everything in, don't put yourself in situations where there's going to be too much overwhelm. Um, trust that you can be in quieter situations and this is a beautiful perfect perfect way to live your life. As we become more empathic and as the world becomes more connected and as all of this technology is is bringing us closer and closer together, um, we are experiencing more connection, and more of everybody else's stuff than we used to. And this does create overwhelm. And if being busy and being out there is adding stress to your life, let it go. Don't do it. Um, relax, 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 relax. Do less. Doing less is more. We're going to go to the phones real quick. We've got Phyllis calling from New York. Phyllis, welcome. Oh, fine. Thank you. And what part of New York, what part of New York are you in? I live in Brooklyn. Oh, in Brooklyn. Okay. Good. I'm always, uh, my daughter lives in, uh, actually she lives in Brooklyn. So I'm always curious when people call from New York, uh, where they are. And, and I try and picture it in my mind, <laughs> even though New York is, is a big place. I know. So well, what, <laughs> what is happening for you or what can I help you out with?
5: And I was wondering how this how year looks for me.
4: Yes, and um, tell me specifically what you're facing.
5: Okay, I had a hysterectomy, complete hysterectomy,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and it it turned out that they found nothing cancerous when they did hysterectomy. But when they dissected the uterus, when they dissected the uterus, they found some cells there. Mm-hmm. So I had oh. chemo.
4: I had radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, um. You know, and in your in your mental process of um, what all this treatment brought up for you, what did you discover as you moved through, like you know, the all of the all of the during the treatment, how worrisome that is. What did you come to spiritually?
5: began I started to worry but then as mm-hmm. I went through the treatments, I said you know whatever will be will be and then I started to thank God for the experience because I said it allowed me to retire because I, I retired in December and my treatment started in January so I said it allowed me to retire so I finished one phase of my life there and started on another phase and I said let me look and see what experiences I can take out of this one
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: what I was going through and one thing I learned is that no matter how you feel you know always keep a smile on your face and try to keep the people around you that help you happy and positive
4: yes right don't um, don't go into uh, a lot of the medical technology is very uh, fear and pain pain based and that's something you can either attach to or you can do what you've done, which is really um, put it to the divine, allow the divine to, you know, make it as it is and um, not bring other people into the fear and the pain either, which I really commend you for. Um, You know, it, it feels like um there's so much that we can do with a spiritual healing and it feels that this particular um, episode of illness was um, it was more of a spiritual passage for you than about something that 's going to continue in your body. It feels pretty complete to me it It feels that um, you have the ability to have full spiritual healing, not everybody does because they 're just not connected in that way but I would just continue to trust, like, this is all, you got to retire, you got to reconnect with yourself, you got to connect with your family and friends, and um, the the treatment part is over. It, it's kind of like a, a really big opening and expansion for you. So I would just almost just treat it that way. It, it, you feel okay. You feel okay. It doesn't feel like there's going to be a big, big scares. Yeah. Feels like it, it feels like it's complete. Like, this journey is complete for you. Not, not your life journey, but the illness journey is, is finished.
5: Yes.
4: (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's good. I think it's, um, I would focus incredibly on your spiritual life to the highest extent you can and make that your focus. Um, I think there's a huge amount of, even, you have so much understanding. But there's even more understanding that's going to be coming to you, which is so beautiful. So it's really good. Anyway, Phyllis, thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. I think it's, uh, you're on a beautiful. And I
5: really enjoy, I really enjoy your courses. I'm doing quite because I'm doing so to speak with the angels.
4: Oh, wonderful. Yes. Well, they will, yeah, that's a certainly a beautiful way to do it. Good. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. So much. Yes, thank you. Everyone, we are wrapping up to the end of our hour. Uh you can find me at SarahWiseman.com. We will be with you next week with more free readings Thursday. And uh have a have a beautiful week. Slow down your schedule, slow down your pace, rest, relax. Uh sometimes doing less is the very best way that we can actually um expand and and uh, understand more. Have a great week. I'm Sarah Wiseman. And uh, we'll be back next time. Want more of Ask Sarah with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in every Friday for more amazing teachings on intuition, spirituality, and you. Want to contact Sarah Direct? Visit www.sarawiseman.com.